When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. It didn't come through loud enough. <laughs> I was going to try something, but it, it didn't work out. Hold on. Let me let me start again. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, now a behind the scenes look at Hold talking on. Hold real on. money. Shh. Be quiet. Don't mess up. The, Sorry. Don't mess up my big exciting intro. Go. Ho, 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 ho. Hello everyone. Don and Tom weren't able to make it today, so I'll be standing in for them. If there's anything you want, forget about it. I will be quarantined. <laughs> well, gee, thanks, Santa. Can I give the number when people still call us? Is that okay? I, I just kicked him out. I think he was doing in here anyway. Come well, on. Anyway, Santa's doesn't doing everything by Amazon do? Prime. He doesn't need to go anywhere. Exactly. Amazon Prime. He invented <laughs> Amazon Click. Prime. Probably true. It was all Santa's saves all invest. those wear and tear. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, to uh, I know I don't sound a thing like Santa. Hello, everyone, and uh, well, like welcome to welcome to welcome to talking real money. This is the holiday season show, the pre Christmas. Yeah. Somebody somebody program. had the nerve to write me today and say, "Are you doing the show today?" I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah, we." We do Where would we go? <laughs> well, we, we did. We actually talked about that uh, last week. We will we not said, see we the said, places so you will not be. On the 26th, should we do a show? And we both kind of looked at each other and went, where else are we going to be? Yeah. We got anything else to do? No. No plans. No. Going on vacation? No. Going to go visit family? No. Heck, if you're in England, Christmas was canceled. I heard boys. I am cooking, however, an 11-pound prime rib. I don't care. If I have to eat it all myself, well, then that's the way it goes. Because I still have oil in the uh, fryer, I'm cooking me an 11-pound turkey again. I'm doing another go. one. It's just uh, Don't tell me that's been sitting there since Thanksgiving. The oil lasts. I kept it in the fridge. Oh, okay. All right. I wouldn't leave it in my garage or something. No, 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 no. Hello, everyone. Let's do this again. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Got a question about money? Give us a call at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I have bells. I can play with them all day. I got a bad feeling about the bells. <laughs> the bells of dawn. Oh, wait. Oh, well. Let's try these bells. Those are better, by the way, because I want to talk about stocks, and that sounds a little more upbeat than the other ones, a little more excitement, because stocks are exciting and sexy and make you a lot of money, especially if it's your favorite stock, Tesla, right? Oh, wait. Hold on. If we're going to do Tesla... Oh, we got a driving one? Driving uh, stock sound? I got to do you something know what, like this. You know what happened yesterday with Tesla? No, what no, happened? That's too slow. I'm doing... I'm, I, I, well, first of all... <laughs> no. In the last... No, it's not going to work. Last 10 minutes of trading... More like the bell on Wall Street. 1.7 billion shares traded yesterday. Valued at 150 billion with a B dollars, pushing the price up because everybody had to buy it, right? Because it's going to be in the S and P 500 yeah. come Monday. Yeah. And another reason to buy a more diversified portfolio, if you ask me. But uh, the stock closed 695 yesterday. That is 
a closing record. Okay. 695. Let's just... <laughs> I can see you're winding up to wind I, down I or something. I, I mean, I was just on the road just a little few minutes ago, and I did yep. see a Tesla. I also saw about 20 Nissans, 20 Toyotas, several General Motors cars, a couple of Hyundais. I saw a lot more of other brands than I saw Teslas. How is Tesla worth this much money? There's something By wrong the way, here. Yeah, by the way, when it comes into the S&P 500 next week, you know what? It'll be the sixth most valuable company in the index out of, I believe, 500. Six. Number six. Oh, if Santa, if you can find Santa, I I think he's behind you there. The gold wing Tesla, if you could put that in the in the uh, in the spot there. Yeah. The gold wing Tesla, I'm sir, sorry. would be Wait, very nice. Excuse me. Don't... And used is okay because, yes, you know, I drive used li- yes, cars. Yes, little Tommy. What, what was it? Go that, ahead. That, <laughs> I appreciate you calling oh, me little. For come one on, thing. little Tommy. Hey, Sit on Santa's lap. <laughs> well, let's not get what carried away. What can Santa but bring tell you, what, you for Christmas, little Tommy? The gold, gold wing Tesla. And used gold is okay. I'm not Tesla. that picky. Oh, yeah. we right have there a, in we, front of my house. We have a little... Yeah. Little tiny six-inch gold wing no, Tesla no, that will be under on. the tree this year. Oh, thank, thank you, Santa. Really appreciate it. Um, and now I'll be owning the stock too because that's an interesting question. How much of it we own? Because of course our portfolios are not following indexes per se. Well, they but they have every stock on the planet. So minus and, a few. Yeah, they might have been might... careful about buying this. Really. Cause yeah, cause it's got it's up six hundred seven hundred thirty one percent this year. Well, but wouldn't you, you know want to own that? I don't know. No, I don't want to be in a stock that goes up seven hundred percent because Rob Arnott says this is a bubble and oh, it's going to pop. What does anybody know? Exactly. Nobody knows the future. That's the problem. Nobody knows nothing. Fact, everybody's That's trying to convince said. you of something somewhere. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk a lot bit with you at 855-935-TALK. If you'd like to call and speak with Santa, you're welcome to do that, too. 855-935-8255. Tom are talking real money. You know there are a few things more important than planning for retirement, but it does seem complex and convoluted. That's why Tom and I created RetireMeet back in 2015. This year, thanks to COVID, RetireMeet is going both virtual and national. And since you'll be doing your own catering, it's absolutely free. All we ask is that you sign up in advance at RetireMeet.com so we can make sure we have enough capacity for everyone. This year's lineup will be our best ever, featuring experts on retirement investing, income generation, social security, long-term care, senior housing, estate planning, and more. Of course, Tom and I will be hosting, the consumer man Herb Weisbaum will be there, and we'll be presenting a huge double keynote address featuring both Paul Merriman and Dimensional Fund's founder, David Booth. Since you can sleep in and even attend in your pajamas, there's no reason to miss Retire Meet America 2021, so reserve your free tickets now at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. How many Tesla shares does your mutual fund company own? That's a question we pondered during the break, and we found out Dimensional Funds doesn't own very many. Let's see. I'll get you the number Dimensional of shares. Dimensional Funds is is a fund family based in Austin, Texas. We use many of their mutual funds, and they are designed, you could say passively, but they're not Pure indexes, I put it that way. They have 737,000 or had 737,000 shares 
of Tesla. Whereas Vanguard, get this, has over 43 million shares of Tesla. And what percentage of that is the st- of the stock is it? Well, you know, I was looking at this number. That's not correct. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Here. So it's 43. Right. But that's still an awful lot of shares. An awful lot. Cap- uh, and what Capital that shows World you, Investors, ahead. though. Yeah. Capital World owns Investors? over 52 million shares. Now, do you know who they are? I don't know that name, no. It's the American Funds. Oh, yes, I've heard of them. Yes, it's just yeah. their parent company. And that just tells you how S&P 500 heavy the American funds tend to be. So we own Tesla, but we have very, it's it's like all the other stocks own very mm-hmm. little bit of it are in our portfolio. You, if you just own the S&P 500, I bet, let's see, you know, I bet you're going to have, you know, six, seven percent of your money you're in that one have stock. A lot. Yep. A lot. So that's a problem. Yep. It's really dangerous. Um, and, and by the way, this brings up another point. When people use the term the market i really it's i hate the dow as an indicator of the market a lot i mean i hate it a lot but i also dislike the s&p 500 as uh, the, the 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 way we see the market what we ascribe the market to be it's not it's not the market is much bigger than the s&p 500 it has a lot more stocks in it and stocks that tend to do better or have and past. in the s S&P 500, you hold 500 U.S. companies. Right. Today, when you add in Tesla, I bet the top five or six now make up over 20% of the money you're in, and you're not exposed much to small value You're not exposed value any in the 500. Not, not small at all, but some value. But, and, but, but no international? But mostly. Correct. So a lot of things you should own, you do not. That is a problem. Yeah, it's not good for you. It's not good for your long-term diversification. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. And let's get started with the questions. And Bill is up first. Hi, Bill. Welcome to the program. Happy holidays. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, My son's been uh, bugging me to add gold to our portfolio. We've done fairly well over the years. Uh, Probably started uh, 45 years ago on building our portfolio. We don't have any uh, gold or silver or anything like that. We do have stocks and uh, mutual funds that were set up by our uh, broker and everything. And we've been doing very well with it. So I just wanted to know, uh, is there a reason to think about getting gold? No. None whatsoever. Your Unless son, you're going to put it on the your tree. Your son is something. wrong. Your son is wrong. Your son is caught up in the um, in in the the popular we, press yeah, that talks about gold and Bitcoin as being in the future. Or uh, no, gold has never made anybody long term money ever in the history of gold, unless you mind it. He's, he's caught up in the same thing that caught my, I think it's great-great-great-grandfather in the gold rush in California. No, that's was even different. He was going to mine the darn stuff. He did. In this case, though. Disappeared. In this case, it's it, owning gold. An ounce of gold, you buy it today, you set it in the corner, you come back 40 years from now, and it's exactly the same size as it was 40 years ago. You buy that, put that same amount of money in a really good business that grows over 40 years, and you can actually see the company is bigger. And by the way, if you hold a diversified portfolio, you hold companies that mine gold. You hold companies 
that sell gold. So you have exposure to it as an industry, but not as a metal. Yeah, I think your your son's wrong. I know he's wrong. Is that helpful? Well, well don't well, tell I, him that at Christmas either, by the way. But pardon me. So I was arguing with him, and uh, and he's. Uh, Hell bent on buying. In fact, he shipped gold here to the house because he didn't want to ship to his place because it wasn't secure enough. So it was nice when he opened it. What's the it. address? Right. What's the but, address? <laughs> where, where are you located? I'll be by. I got my crew. We'll come by. We'll fix it. Oh, lordy, lordy. Well, uh, I mean, if you're going to ship me gold, I'm not going to argue with you, right? I'm okay uh, with again, that. My son he, called me. He's, to he's gold betting down. on gold. You see, it's very, very different. He's gambling. He's actually making a bet. And, yes, people have made money betting on gold they have if they get in at the right time and get out at the right time but back in 1980 for example gold was one of the hottest things in the world people were buying it like mad and those who bought in in 1980 didn't recover until the 2000s actually the 20 the 20 yeah the the 2000s now. 2000s yeah, yeah 2000s mm-hmm. early 2000s yeah, gold has a, has, has a very interesting look at return. So there are periods of time, as Don said, if you bought and sold in that particular time, sure, you did well. Over the long haul, not so much. Uh, when he bought it, I believe with his premium and everything, he was pretty close to $2,000 an ounce. I'm not sure what it is now because I haven't been looking, but... Uh... Uh, now, yeah. now I'm curious to see what gold is worth. Let's. By look. the way, ask him. Ask him to call us in ten years and gold, tell us what the price. Gold is, is worth eighteen hundred and eighty-six dollars an ounce. Right. So he's so already he's... taken a pretty substantial beating. Gold bath. Uh, a gold. <laughs> it sounds like something from a James Bond movie. <laughs> gold finger. To bathe you in gold, Mister. Nah, Bond. I, we just we. That's and, and and I don't I don't see any reason you need it. I, I mean, it's it's either sold on fear because everything's coming apart and I got to have gold, or it's sold on all the glitters. You got to own it because it's gone up recently, and it did have a good run this year, and that would not be a reason to go out and buy it. No. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. Reasoning. He he was afraid that the stock market was going to go down the toilet, and that uh, if he had that's why you hold bonds and buy groceries. You know, so Uh, uh, let me let me let me let me correct my let me correct my statement. Actually, when you adjust the price of gold for inflation, gold sold for twenty two hundred dollars an ounce in February nineteen eighty. There you go. Gold has not yet gotten back to that number adjusted for inflation. And That's if it's about a the terrible doom, investment, the doomsday thing, taking it in and, and cashing it in to buy things, there's better ways to deal with doomsday scenarios. Guns. That would not be how I would do. Ammunition. Costco freeze dried food. Yeah, or canned goods, one or the other. Yeah, freeze dried food will probably last longer. I think Costco has a thing for like a thousand dollars enough food. It's a year's, your year's worth of food or, or something, something like yeah. that. I would run off and buy that, put it in my basement, and keep your gold. But if he sent it to you, sure, that's very kind. And by the way, I'll be glad to give my address out later on the show. There, see my finger right there. That is every bit of gold I own in the world. Gold, too. That's it. That's all we got. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. We want to help you manage money better, make better financial decisions. Follow the science. The science, not the emotion of this whole process of making money for your future. 
Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Santa, back! Go Santa. He's early. He's really anxious to get on the show. Yeah. Uh, get your own show. Yeah. If somebody calls for you, I'll let you on. 855-935-TALK is the number. 855-935-8255. And up next is Jerry. Jerry, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hello, Jerry. Thank you very much. Um, and... Uh, I appreciate it being able to talk to you. I've been listening to Bob on on and off for decades. Uh, I think something called Starship Enterprise way back when. Oh, that was Bob Brinker. That wasn't me. Yeah. No. Well, I I, I know you in your voice. Maybe it wasn't that, but it was about. Yeah, Bob Brinker. Time. Bob Brinker and I go way back. We do. I would thought you're gonna you're yeah. sentencing Don to some sort of spaceship or something. No, I'm you like, remember yeah, what he would say? Put him on that. It was something yes, about I do. Uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. Brinker, the, that was like a sign off or something. The talk ship Enterprise yeah. or some yeah. silly thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Brinker's not on, but but I out I out lived Brinker on the radio. Yeah, I outlasted, outlasted him. him. Well done. Yeah. Well, so I, I have a question. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I've, I've just recently inherited an IRA from my uh, wife who died this year. Um, I'm going to convert it into a Roth and so that it'll last longer than me and um, therefore want to get something going primarily in the international area because it's a, a, a fairly small amount, 60000 but it's got uh, a base of Apple stock that she bought at $12 a share um, and uh, also uh, one good, good, really good mutual fund, parent. Uh, um, Mayors and Powers Growth Fund, but I want to get an international fund. I've been researching them, um, and I've got a list out of Forbes that uh, recommends the best uh, international. And I'm just wondering how diversified should an international fund really be? You know, I've got things from Fidelity at 900 shares, stocks in portfolio, um, Others that have as many as 7,000 stocks in the portfolio, that's the Vanguard Total International Stock. What, what's your recommendation? And I'm going to stop you right there because that would be that would be the fund we would recommend. The Vanguard. By the oh, way, Fidelity has a very Fidelity fine, has a good totally one international. Schwab does too. The other funds you're referring to are actively managed, where a manager has decided which stock should be in and which should be out. We know of no such manager who can see the future well enough to pick which stocks to put in that portfolio. So, and the Vanguard International Fund has very low expenses. It is very widely diversified and it includes some emerging markets, which have been a very important part of the world to invest in as well. So, I would, that would be my option. But again, if you go to talkingrealmoney.com, we have a list of uh, the other uh, index funds, international index funds that we recommend at Fidelity and at Schwab. I agree right. with okay. everything he just said. The mo more diversification is better than less. Uh -huh. Owning the entire market is better than owning a, a, a hand-picked portfolio by someone who can only claim decent past performance 
their past performance is truly not at all indicative of what the future will hold. Because most, and this the, the, the research backs this up, most of the overperformance by active mutual fund managers is more likely attributable to luck than to skill. Okay, well, I, I do want to ask about one of those managed funds. It's a no-load uh, yep. that I came across while I was researching this international stuff. It's only got 37 stocks in it, but its its time frame is decades, not quarters. It's Who is it? Bailey Gifford, BGLKX. Bailey Gifford, long LKX. Uh, that sounds like, one, sounds like one you found on, in Forbes. Yeah, which used I to be one I, of my favorite publications and has become one of my talk least about favorite gone. publications. A yeah. uh, couple of things. One, you can get the Vanguard or the Fidelity for an expense ratio of about one-tenth of one percent or less. This one has a three-quarters of one percent expense ratio. Jerry, want to uh, also pass along our condolences for the loss of your wife and hope you find peace during this holiday season as well. Thanks for the call. I, I wouldn't own it. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now everyone can meet the retirement of their dreams at Retire Meet America 2021 online. Sign up now for free at retiremeet.com. That's retiremeet.com. We're talking real money. Once again, you have a question, call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. One of the big advantages of having a nice long break, which you don't hear on the podcast, only people who listen to the show actually hear it, is the opportunity I get to go in and do a little bit more research on funds that people call and talk about or on issues people call and talk about. And so I went and did a lot more digging on this Bailey Gifford long-term global growth fund that the previous caller was talking about. Which is a mutual fund that holds global stocks, not international. No, Careful to make no, the differentiation US because international, international would strictly hold stocks that are not, you know, traded in the U.S., so this is a global fund that holds it's designed to hold stocks in the US and internationally. It is it has it does not have a long track record. It only goes back a few years. They have a 3-year uh trackable history. They have uh 37 funds in the portfolio. 37, 37 stocks. stocks, 37 stocks. Yep. And the number one holding in this portfolio is something we just talked about. Tesla. Yeah. Because it's up 700% here to date. Eight and a third percent of the portfolio is in Tesla. Then 8% is in Amazon. 6% Shocking. is in Alibaba. 5% is in Tencent. Uh, and they have all these other international, uh, these hot stocks. Now, they've picked hot stocks. I will grant them that. I absolutely grant them that. You, the pr proof is in the pudding. They have picked hot stocks year to date. This mutual fund is up 102%. Which is pretty tough to beat, actually. Um, yeah. But <laughs> that is largely a huge chunk of that. Probably about 40% of that is directly attributable to their luck with one stock. 
Come on. That would be the automaker Tesla. That was pure, unadulterated yeah. luck. That's not smart. Unless you have inside information, which which you can't with, with Tesla because Elon Musk shares it all the time. So it's hard to know. But anyway, uh, that's a big part of it. The other things that we we need you to bear in mind. One, multiple academic pieces, academic research studies have shown that a, the vast majority of outperformance of actively managed mutual funds is attributable to luck. Only about 1% of actively managed mutual funds outperformance can be possibly attributed to skill, 1%. The problem is the best funds rarely repeat. So this fund doesn't have a lot of history. In 2018, it was down 1%. 2019, it had a good year, it was up 33. But really what made their performance over the three-year period is the 102% this year. And the other thing is risk. And we all, we talk about this a lot, but we need to keep quantifying it. We try to quantify it using a term called standard deviation, which is volatility. volatility. Yeah. How much things move up and how much things move down. The bigger that number, the more scary the portfolio is going to be for people in down times. Because it moves a yeah. lot. And their, their standard deviation... A balanced fund is maybe a 9 or a 10. Somewhere around there. This is a 24. So there's a lot of, lot of bouncing. A lot of bouncing. Plus their fees are so By high. the way, what does it charge? What do they charge? 0.76% per year. Not Which the worst I've seen. But not outrageous, not, yeah. Not great either. So. so let's go back. Yes, we think you should hold international stocks. Mm -hmm. Yes, we think you should be widely diversified, mm -hmm. like thousands seven eight thousand stocks um and we think you should keep your fees extremely low and we don't think you should have any stock that makes up 10 percent of a portfolio ever that is that is a huge bet and uh, you may miss out on the big big bangs for your buck you might you might miss out on those that's a risk you take but bear in mind that in previous years the hottest funds have and again this is based on Tons of research have been the funds that have done worse in subsequent years. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, we've got lines open because we had people hang up during the break. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. During that break, <laughs> I was doing some research on the best mutual funds in 2010 just to see how they'd done recently. And here's another issue that we forget to mention. The funds that are the best in a given period, generally the bulk of them be become the worst over that next similar period, or or what do they do? They go out of they get folded into another one. Or they go out of business. or they go out of business. I just yeah. was looking at a list from uh, I don't know some site the best performing diversified mutual funds, and so far I've gone through four funds that have shown 
impressive performance in the years prior to 2010, and all four of them don't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean, because oftentimes you make a big bet on something that pays off for a short period of time. And by the way, the mutual fund industry is littered with not just that. All I guarantee you, this fund you just mentioned that we talked to uh, Jerry about, yeah, there will be millions of dollars, billions maybe, or that It'll rush into pour this fund. Into it, yeah. Oh, it'll, th- this always happens. Then guess what happens after that? They don't. They can't invest it all. They well they- that, and it will generally underperform if the track record is to be believed. And then you. We'll take your money out and look for the next exactly. best performer. It happens. I, okay, over I just finished going through this list. The Burla Sun Life Frontline Equity Fund. This is a winner. It said. Oh, I'm heavily in doesn't that one, exist. Yeah. The HDFC oh, okay. Equity Fund doesn't exist. Reliance <laughs> RSF Equity doesn't exist. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Did I check this one or did I skip this one? Let me put this one in and see. Uh, UTI Opportunities doesn't exist not a fund on this list still exists and it has been a whole whopping 10 years 10 years yeah it's a long time well, and every yeah. one of these says what's happened these have been great funds for long-term investors have been <laughs> how have how long been. how long is what i'd say how do you know what to do this is the question yeah. everybody has mm-hmm. how do i that's just why we get these calls Don, where do I put the money? Well, I read in Forbes. Well, I read in money. Well, I my broker Blank. told me. Well, my brother's uncle's cousin Guy who's in the on Wall next Street to me. told me. When you used to have cubicles next to you. Yeah, now you just, you know, like me, I just have a bathroom a next cubicle. to me and a bedroom over there. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm in a closet. <laughs> it's not even a cubicle. It's just you have a, a guitar, though. Box. I have a guitar, which I've been, I keep trying to learn to play, but then work gets in the way. Uh, there's been a bit of that. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so back to what you were saying. Yeah, what do we do? You, what do we do? What do we? This is the problem. Yeah. I really believe, I was reading an, an, an op-ed piece in one of the papers I read. I read three or four papers a morning. And it was about, the piece was about political trust, government trust, how trust is non-existent. Not much of that going our, around. It's, yeah. And it was, and it was, it also said in our society that, that there's just not much trust. People don't trust each other. And it occurred to me that uh, we're in an industry that is probably as bad from a trust standpoint as the government. And that's I think we're right sad. there equal. We're, we're really close to on, Congress. Yeah. Congress. And uh, and uh, and uh, short-term loan people. But what bothers me is that what we do, this is my belief, what we do is so important, it is almost as important as your doctor is to you. Because so you Wait, oh, let me stop you yeah. there. So you're either bucking for Archbishop or trying to get an early vaccine. Which is it? Yeah, neither. I'm just going to, I stay locked okay. in here. I was locked in here That's before. That's true. I was locked in here risk. before COVID. I don't know. Where am I <laughs> That's going? That's a good point. Uh, no, my point is, is that most people feel pretty confident they can trust their doctor. Pretty confident. I really believe CPA? that. I think most people believe they can trust their CPA. I lawyer? think a lot of people believe they can trust their lawyer. Yes. Yeah, not the other lawyer. Yeah, course, but theirs. But yours. Yeah. But I think most people would be foolish to believe they can trust most of the investment advice providers out there, the financial advisors in air quotes, because that term means nothing. 
I don't well, think they're trying. Anybody I don't can think, call themselves that. I don't think the bulk of this industry is trustworthy, and I think it's very, very sad because uh, I, I do believe there are people you can trust. I just think they're really, really hard to find. And I think the industry has done this to itself by making, by putting greed ahead of your need as an investor. Is this, is this your holiday card? I don't, is this, greed, this is rather negative for the season? <laughs> greed trumps need. Ooh, I even got Trump in there. I even got Trump in there. First time in the show, I got Trump in there. Greed trumps okay, need. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, but so I'm, again, okay, I'm trying what's to figure, your, what, what's the takeaway? The takeaway well, I mean, is take- what this industry needs to physician heal thyself. Financial well, yeah, industry heal happen. yourself because you're a bunch of money grubbing jerks. Sorry. But you if are. you are listening and you want to put the odds in your favor, right. here are the things I think you should pay attention to. Oh, you're going to go. Oh, oh, you're going to go for the positive because you want sainthood. You're going to be like the positive guy, leaving I, me Mr. Negative. It's okay. I'm somewhere many thousands of miles removed from anything close to a saint, but I will say this. Yeah, thank you, Santa. I appreciate so you're I hope trying, I'm not on the naughty list. You're trying to get the gullwing Tesla, aren't you, by I'm being still the hoping, nice guy? Yeah, I'll search carefully under the tree. Number one, here's what I think you can trust. I think you can trust, generally, the work of academics. Generally, yes, I agree. Yeah, because because their job, they're they're trying to find except for those things and who saying, have their, their oh, who, who yeah. are subsidized by generally. insurance industry. Yeah, I said generally. Number two, generally you can you can trust people who are who are IARs or work for a registered investment advisor. Generally, uh, I'm sorry. Generally. Okay, you you just give you throw out jargon. I throw out jargon and you you explain my jargon. Okay. What investment the heck is advisor an IAR? Investment advisor representative. Those are the people that work for a registered investment advisor. Yeah, let's make it more complicated because they have a fiduciary responsibility to you. And here's the third thing I think you can generally trust because it kind of gets back to where we started the, the show with the the gold question. I think you can generally trust that capitalism investment in stocks and bonds will make you money over time, generally. That's it. Where do I rank, Tommy, on that trust scale? Well, you're, you're way off the trust scale, sir. Everybody trusts Santa. I've got some really nice cookies for you this year if you're thinking about my gift. They're tasty, fresh, and made from home, from oh. scratch. You can bribe me with cookies. Everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to run out there early on Christmas Day. I think those are the things you can trust. You're right. But the industry is not very trustworthy because the industry is built for the industry, not built for the consumer, generally. Sorry. It is. And yet they run these wonderful ads and they tell people how they're going to make you make you a brighter future. The way you The way you could build people a brighter future is by, one, you stop pushing your salespeople to make sales at any cost. And oh, the, the compensation. You saw, that no, you saw that note. Yeah, right. You're going to talk about that a little bit. Well, the compensation structure of most of yeah. the investment industry is exactly the opposite of what it should be. You should pay your advisors, your information providers. Really, they should be paid more on a salary and less on commission. They should, if you want, Pay them for the amount of money they manage or something. But this commission business is just awful. I mean, Merrill Lynch, Merrill Lynch is eliminating pay 
period for anybody who manages any uh, advisor who has clients with less than a quarter of a million dollars under management. This is, you're, oh, I just, I'm mad at the industry. Tom and Don are talking real money. Our biggest event of the year, Retire Meet America 2021, is now available to everyone in the country, and it's absolutely free. Sign up now at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yes. <laughs> Hello again, everyone. You know, once Christmas is over, I'm going to start thinking about my retirement. And because it's online and no one will know I'm there, I'll be retend- retending. <laughs> Santa can't talk. I'll be attending Retire Meet 2021. It's an online retire meet, and it's absolutely free. So go and, like me, sign up at retiremeet.com. <laughs> we hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.